And one thing I had to learn the hard way from my ministry career was that, like I said earlier, I can't just go, go, go all the time. I'm not meant to be, you know, this independent do-it-all person who is trying to live as though they don't need to take a break sometimes. I'm Rush Witt, and you're listening to Straight to the Heart, a podcast from New Growth Press. Each episode includes interesting talks with leading authors and thinkers. We hear who they are, what they think, how they approach their important work and ministry, and the moments and influences that change their lives. Today, I sat down with Lainey Greer, who is a wealth of wisdom about the intersection of theology and our bodies. I feel my own weakness and understanding, embodiment, and body stewardship. But you know who doesn't? Lainey Greer. She's worked in church ministry for a decade and 20 years as a personal trainer. On top of her exercise science degree, she has a PhD in systematic theology. And all of this put together really positions Lainey to equip Christians with a biblical view of the body that applies to everyday realities. In this episode, Lainey and I talk about growing up in Knoxville, her time at Southern Seminary, and the challenges and joys of moving back home again. We talked about her writing ministry and podcast, and most importantly, Lainey helped me think more clearly about our theology of the body and the importance of body stewardship. Oh, and we talk about her own daily mindset of fitness. This is Straight to the Heart. How is your podcast going? Um, I, I mean, I really don't know how to gauge those things. I feel like it's going well. Our, um, we finished our first season just a couple weeks ago, and our audience grew steadily throughout. The last two episodes that we did on ministry burnout were the most yeah. popular. Um, and I've been I've been really surprised, but our audience has grown to nearly like half women and half men. Yeah. Um, I was not expecting that at all. So well, that's that yeah. sounds great. So your podcast is called Forsaken Body. Mm-hmm. And then how did you start the podcast? I mean, everybody has this moment where they think hey, we should start a podcast and it could be about this. And there's different ways that people come to that decision. Mm-hmm. What led you? How did that come about for you? Um, well, honestly, really, um, not begrudgingly is not the word, but just hesitantly, <laughs> I guess, because yeah. I'd been told for years just being at Southern and um, working in the gym, like a lot of women would say, Lainey, you've got to do a podcast. You need to talk about exercise and nutrition, Mm. but you need to do it from a biblical perspective. And I was just always like, oh gosh, you know, I, I don't, I don't love being out front and center, Mm. I guess. And so, um, that was just kind of, I just kept pushing it off. Well, finally Mm -hmm. enough people, um, had just been on me about it. And, and I realized like too, it's a way to get my content out there. And I think it's, um, you know, I'm passionate about very specific things that the Lord has kind of put on my lap over the years. And so having a podcast is just a way to um, hopefully get that out in front of more people, but then honor the Lord with what he's given me. So where are you right now? Because I think a minute ago, you said when I was at Southern yes, and you had mentioned that you'd moved. I am currently back in my hometown of Knoxville, okay. Tennessee. Knoxville? Um, 
Yes. Go Vols. Rocky Top. <laughs> Rocky Top. That's all right. Um, yeah, I so I moved away like seven or eight years ago and was like, see you later. <laughs> Not thinking I would ever come back. Um, but the Lord has had other plans. So I'm I'm back here. Um and I, I missed the mountains when I was in Kentucky. Um miss miss the the great smoky mountains so it's nice to be back kind of in the in that neck of the woods so what's it been like being back in your hometown i haven't my my family doesn't live in what i would call my hometown so we moved around a lot uh, on the east coast sort of we lived in ohio some i live in ohio now of course but we lived in ohio some growing up some in tampa i went to high school in south carolina that's probably what feels most like hometown but then we kept kind of moving. So hmm. I don't really have a hometown to go back to. So what's it like being back in your hometown? Yeah. Um, I feel I've said to a few people, I feel like I'm rediscovering Knoxville, which is kind of bizarre, but there've been a lot of things that has changed. And um, I'm from a part of Knoxville. That's very, um, very close knit, I guess I'm in, mm. I'm in South Knoxville. And mm-hmm. so like, pretty much everybody grows up here. They, you know, marry their high school sweetheart. They start having kids. They raise their kids in the same places, doing the same things, you know, that they grew up doing. Um, and a lot of my family did that and that's great, but I, I didn't do that. So coming back, um, it's, it's been, it's been good. Uh, it's been challenging in ways I, um, yeah, like I said, I just never expected it to happen, but there are a lot of cool things that are being built and um, just just some fun things that South Knoxville has to offer that weren't here um, when I was when I was around before. But yeah, pretty much all my family is still here. Mm-hmm. Um, parents, my youngest sister, my middle sister and her husband, they're the only other ones that are really away um, in Florida, but cousins are all still here. And so it's it's neat to be back around family. Yeah, that sounds fun. So one of the reasons I'm really excited about just having this conversation with you is to be able to learn from you about all that you've gained in the area of body wellness and, um, you know, caring for yourself in that way and having a strong theology of the body, which is, I mean, for, for most of us, I would imagine is something that we, we lack or it's pretty, it's been light, hasn't been emphasized a lot. So, um, but I would love to know more about how you came to your interest. And I mean, you've studied extensively as um, a personal trainer and then into seminary, putting that together with, with solid biblical theology to take, make strides that we need in this area. So how did that come? How did you come to an interest in that. So I, I grew up, I loved to work out. Um, and I loved, I loved reading theology, just learning deeper truths of the faith. Um, and so as I was, you know, graduating college or graduating high school, I, I had those interests, but they seemed pretty disconnected. Uh, so I pursued both of them. Um, but the Lord just gave me different opportunities. And so, yeah, I, I did an undergrad in exercise science and had gone to uh, a personal training school, essentially, which was like a six month long certification process. Mm, So mm -hmm. I, I started as a personal trainer, like super early on, um, then finished my undergrad and the same time was working at a church. Um, and I, I, 
you know, just love studying scripture and things. And the Lord just opened up the opportunity to get a master's from Dallas Theological Seminary. Hmm. They had an extension campus in Knoxville for several years. That's convenient. you know, at the same time I'm pursuing, I'm doing personal training and then I'm also working in ministry. And, and I started seeing that I was experiencing some signs of burnout. So just physically, um, just kind of going all the time, never saying no, like maybe I shouldn't take this on. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was single. And so I thought, well, I can, I can do this. I can always have, you know, girls at my house. I can always be doing ministry because mm-hmm. I don't have a family. So, you know, why not? Um, and didn't really have anybody saying, Lainey, it's okay <laughs> to like, take a step back, yeah. spend some time on yourself. Um, and that time as well, I guess, um, I skipped over this part, but just as part of some of the difficulties I walked through early in my twenties, I had developed anorexia. I overexercised, mm. uh, depression mm. was in there as well. So, um, the Lord in my later twenties, the Lord was healing those things, but then I was just really, um, just tired from ministry. Mm. I mean, I had high blood pressure, like my early twenties, even though really? I was really physically fit. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it was, it was from my, my ministry position. Um, and you know, too, from my personality, like I mm-hmm. just have a type of personality to where if there's not something to stress about, like I'm, I'm good at kind of creating <laughs> that environment for yeah. myself. Um, but yeah, so, so just started realizing some physical signs of like, okay, I need to slow down a little bit. Um, and kind of around that time too, um, I had finished up the, the masters and people were like, Oh, you should go on and get a PhD. And I was like, no, I would never, why would I do that? Like, there's Mm -hmm. no reason for me to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I was doing training on the side, working in ministry, like those things, but the Lord just made it really clear, um, that, you know, Southern was where I was going to be going, sitting under Dr. Allison. Uh, he, I saw within the systematic theology discipline that he offered a class on theological anthropology. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, oh, wow, what is this? And so just in looking at that, saw that he brought in an exercise physiologist and a nutritionist uh, to do a couple lectures in his class. And that was like, okay, this is the coalescing of my two passions, like yeah. helping people understand that, you know, they need to care for themselves physically, not going overboard, but you know, just basics. And then with, with theology, with a biblical view of the body. So pursued those things and had been really convicted early on just in my own life about how I really abused my body by Mm. not eating and over exercising Mm. for years. Um, so a lot of the things I do now come from, um, having to learn from hindsight and Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, responding to things in, you know, a sinful way. Um, and so, so from that, you know, body image issues, but then also just, um, seeing how ministry affected me as far as being really burnout physically. Um, but then also my coworkers, just knowing some of the things that, that they walked through because they Mm -hmm. weren't caring for themselves. Um, so there's a lot of layers there that, that the Lord, um, you know, he's just been piecing together, together those, those puzzle pieces over the years. Um, but yeah, I think it's rooted in that biblical theological view of the body. And then there are, there are several different ways that that extends practically in our lives. Um, but it comes from a right view of the body first. Yeah. I think it's so important, uh, because it's, uh, you know, I said earlier, it's, it seems to be such a foreign idea, even, even when we say something or we think about theology of the body, there is a kind of 
confusion between the two. Like, how, how could those mm-hmm. two things go together? That they sound like two separate things. Isn't theology about uh, God and heavenly things? And isn't my body about earthly things? And uh, and and you know, I'm sure there's a lot of confusion. You know, leftover confusion about the way we we might think about our bodies as being, you know, not all that important. Your soul is the most important part of you. Uh, and of course, I think that's true, but there's a way where there's such a distance between the two. Uh, there's there's a trend where the distance between the two has grown so much that we really don't think well about our bodies mm-hmm. or have a, a robust theology of the body, which is really what you're what you're getting at and 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 promoting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wonder, as someone who's really thought carefully through this topic. If you were to put it in just, I don't know, maybe two or three sentences for someone who hasn't thought about what a theology of the body is, Mm. what would that sound like? How would you describe it just to get someone started? Yeah. Oh, that's summing it up. Um, So I would say scripture addresses the body, our triune God affirms the body. Mm. And because of that, we can come to the realization that our body matters to God, you know, with that foundation of recognizing that our body matters to God, then you have kind of the extensions of how we treat our body matters to God, Mm. which would be areas of body stewardship, like Mm -hmm. exercise, nutrition, rest, stress management, but then also how we think about our bodies matters to God, which would be body image. But then, you know, kind of what, what does that mean in our day-to-day realities, which deals with the fact God created us as embodied beings So you look, Genesis 1 and 2, um, our body and soul are part of the image of God. He Mm -hmm. created us to carry out his creation commands as an embodied being. Um, And so, plus when you look at, you know, kind of how body affects soul, you just talked about how as you've kind of increased in physical disciplines, it mm-hmm. has spilled over into your spiritual disciplines. Exactly. Um, and that's, that's the exact, that's a perfect example of embodied reality is um, just that kind of interaction and influence. And we'll be right back. Hey, I want to tell you about Lainey's mini book, Be Well. It's short in length, but it is big in wisdom. Would you like to take better care of your body, but you aren't sure what to do? Focusing on our souls doesn't mean we should neglect taking care of our bodies, but often we're so busy caring for others and keeping to our schedules that we think we can't fit in one more thing. Well, in this mini book, Be Well, Learning to Steward Your Health, Lainey Greer helps us see that the body matters to God and Christians are called to be faithful stewards of our physical health. Our faith should inform both our spiritual and physical practices because we are immaterial spirit and material physical beings. Taking care of our bodies by adopting healthy habits is one way we reflect the value of both our body and soul. So in this mini book, learn how healthy nutrition, sufficient rest, proactive stress management, and proper exercise are all ways to honor God and remain equipped for His service. You can find Be Well, Learning to Steward Your Health by Lainey Greer by visiting newgrowthpress.com. You know, I think a familiar a familiar truth from even 
growing up in church is that your body is the temple of God and that we want to care and steward, steward our bodies well. But it seems to me like in my experience that my idea of body stewardship really falls short of the kind of focus you're talking about in which I think about body stewardship in pretty basic terms. Uh, don't eat too much, get exercise, sleep. And that for a lot of people probably is as far as it goes. Mm-hmm. And I wonder in your experience, you know, <clears throat> you're in your own life, what, what is body stewardship meant to you? You've talked about, you know, you've had struggles in the past and you're, you've really grown through this time of study and, and helping other people and really thinking with the Lord about this important topic. So, so what is body stewardship in your view, you know, more than just, you know, eat right, mm-hmm. take your vitamins? Yeah. Um, so I would kind of answer that in, in two parts. The first part is stewardship is not um, some type of, you know, legalistic one size fits all eat this, don't eat that, do this. Like Mm. we're all, you know, we all have different genetics. We're all in different seasons of life, different demands on our time. Um, And so it it looks different um, depending on, you know, who you are, where you are, what you're doing. But, but I've had um, believers for years, just as I've worked um, in, in different areas with these things say that they've felt convicted over certain things. And so Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is just a willingness to put all of your embodied life, um, before the Lord and Mm. say, you know, what, what areas am I glorifying you with my body? And then what areas am I not glorifying you with my Mm. body? And, Then the other piece would be, I think for me, at least recognizing how God designed us is a huge part of body stewardship. So, um, you know, when it comes to nutrition, God designed our bodies to require carbs, fats, and proteins, Mm -hmm. vitamins, minerals, and water. So they each have a function in our body. And, you know, so when we deprive ourselves of whole you know, macronutrients or go too long without water. Um, our bodies just aren't meant to function like that. Um, or exercise, you mm-hmm. know, God designed our bodies to improve with exercise cardiovascularly. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. become more fit, you know, if we walk or run, um, right. <clears throat> if we lift weights, we improve, but then also when it comes to, um, stress management and, and getting sufficient rest, I think that comes back to the reality that God designed us as limited beings. And one thing I had to learn the hard way Mm. from my ministry career was that, like I said earlier, I can't just go, go, go all the time. I'm not meant to be, you know, this independent do it all person who is trying to live as though they don't need to take a break sometimes. The, the creator creature distinction Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. so often is, is absent from, my, my daily thinking. I yeah. forget that I'm a creature. I sometimes, I sometimes wish I, I was not a creature. You know, I mean, how many times have we said, I wish that I didn't have to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish that I could, there were more hours in the day. And of course there aren't, and we do have to sleep. So, but, but it, that really says something to me about just my default view of mm-hmm. life. And I keep coming, kind of coming back to that. And, um, and maybe it's, 
maybe it does have something to do with that just kind of natural low view of my body. I wonder what, what do you think is the reason that's so common? I mean, mm-hmm. we, this is so common among all people, especially, especially Christians as we're growing and learning um, and growing in the Lord. Why do you think we have that low view of the body? And what are some of those? So what are the, some of those steps that have been s- instrumental for you? in moving through that and and redefining what is really your worldview and where you where you are placed in God's mm-hmm. world. I think for believers, you know, an an inaccurate view of the body, it goes all the way back to New Testament times. So if you look at um some of Paul's writing. So first Corinthians, um, I, I mm-hmm. leaned on his writing mm-hmm. in chapter six, 12 through 20, mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of my dissertation. So he is confronting, um, believers who were influenced by, you know, early forms of Gnosticism, Platonism that held this view of immaterial over material realities. You know, the material world was the realm of evil. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, salvation wasn't really experienced until soul was released from body. Mm-hmm. So the Corinthians were very influenced by this kind of, not just a low view of the body, but an anti view of the body. Mm. Um, and so in these verses in chapter six, you see Paul really kind of confront those views because mm-hmm. Um, they were certainly licentious in their behaviors. They were doing, you know, they had a lot of immoral Mm -hmm. activity going on, but instead of just directly counteracting that um, immoral behavior, Mm. he goes to correct the way that they were thinking about their bodies. And he, he does it in several different ways. um, And that's where I get into the Trinitarian involvement with the body, because Mm. I think he, he brings up specific points to the way father, son, and spirit are each involved with, you know, the, the, the physical aspect of our mm-hmm. existence to say, Hey, your, your body matters. Your body has value and God has authority over it. So you can't just do whatever you want with it. Mm. Um, so their, their antibody thinking was driving their behaviors. Um, and I think it's the same for believers today, uh, whether or not we're aware of it, um, You know, for a lot of people, they don't really think much about their body until something happens, an injury happens, Mm. they get sick. Um, But yeah, Paul, you know, Paul would say to the Corinthians, your your body um, matters to to your everyday Christian life. You know, he tells them in that passage in chapter six to glorify Mm. God in their bodies. But then in chapter Mm -hmm. 10, he reiterates that. And he says, even, even in your everyday, you know, menial kind of behaviors of eating and drinking, you're to honor the Lord. And that, you know, those are physical actions. Um, But, but we should strive to honor the Lord, even in those things. Um, So when I started realizing, gosh, Paul was, Paul was combating these things, you know, yeah. So long ago, but believers still kind of do this. And I did it for years because I didn't care for myself physically. I was going overboard, like I said, with exercise and not eating. Um, and then just seeing that kind of pop up in different aspects or in different ways, you know, in, in Christianity, in the church, especially in the Bible Belt. Um, yeah, it's kind of led to to all this now. That is so fascinating to me, in particular, that we don't really think about our bodies until something goes wrong. And, and I mean, if, you know, if that is our normal kind of default mode, then 
um, we're really missing a huge part of what it means to be a person mm-hmm. and to live um, a, you know, a whole life, I, I guess is the way I, I'm thinking about it. I also wonder if you've seen where this focus um, can swing. You know, we are so good with pendulum swinging that we we can swing it all the way back the other direction and i wonder if if you've seen that in in ministry and life and and just in your ongoing study and development of of a theology of the body it, sometimes maybe we swing it we could swing it too far back and and that focus on our body could become disproportionately high just as it's been disproportionately low mm-hmm. what do you think about that Oh, absolutely. I mean, we can certainly be idolatrous in our um, obsession with the body, whether it's how we eat, meal prepping, planning, uh, being obsessed about calories um, or exercise or even on social media. You know, the way we go about posting pictures, filtering pictures and, you know, if our emotions are affected by how, you know, what we see on social media or whatever, how people interact with what we're putting out, um, that can be very obsessive and very idolatrous Mm. with, with the body, with our physical appearance. Um, and you know, so the pendulum swing would go from, um, purely, you know, physical realities and only physical things matter to, okay, purely spiritual realities and only spiritual things matter. So that, that kind of, you know, the spot where I I think that believers need to kind of, um, be in is an understanding of embodied reality. And Mm. gosh, I mean, right now in our culture, I think the body is one of the biggest apologetic issues and opportunities Mm -hmm. in our day. Um, I mean, we, we are readily denying physical realities the way God created us male and female, uh, in our culture. And we're, um, you know, believers need to be able to speak to those things. We need to be able to speak to why the body um, is part of the image of God. We can't just stay on that other side of the the pendulum. Absolutely. Um, but again, like you're saying, it's not it's not all the other end either. So we have to be wise uh, talking about these matters. The whole life includes 52 weeks of biblical self care. It's a book by Eliza Huey and Esther Smith. You know, many of us live at a pace that's impossible to keep. Unrelenting busyness might feel necessary, but it can lead to chronic stress and burnout that hinders our love for God and others. Instead of adding more to our long to-do list, do you hear me? This is a problem I have. Instead of adding more, counselors Eliza Huey and Esther Smith guide us in how to think biblically about our whole life. They give Christians a framework for biblical self-care that will help them live for Christ by stewarding the spiritual, emotional, relational, and physical aspects of life. The Whole Life, 52 Weeks of Biblical Self-Care, outlines a balanced life of stewardship, offering practical strategies for Christians to grow in honoring God and caring for others. You can get a copy at newgrowthpress.com today. I'm really grateful that you have had opportunities and continue to have opportunities to write and, of course, speak alongside that in your podcast and 
tell me about some of the things that you have going on in your life in terms of ministry. You are living a full life. There's writing going on. There's lots of ministry and, and growing opportunities. What are some of the things that you're really excited about right now? Yeah. So um, I think two big areas would just be, again, from the things that I've had to learn, I want to help believers. Uh, I want to equip believers with a biblical view of the body that then has some, you know, application that doesn't just, you know, stay in theory. Um, and so I, I do that in a few ways. I have several workshops, topics that, that, um, I can cover. And so, um, recently I did a, about an hour and a half training for a biblical counseling organization where I talked about that biblical theological view of the body, which is important for them just to be able to articulate Mm -hmm. to a counselee, um, but then looking at, okay, embodied reality, how does that impact your counseling um, mm-hmm. and your counselee? And then looking at those very practical body stewardship issues of exercise, rest, nutrition, stress management, not just for them to be able to speak to those things a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. for their counselee, but then to mm-hmm. care for themselves, to guard against burnout. So um, I, I love equipping uh, people that are already in ministry with, uh, you know, these different workshops, because I just think it's, it's opening up an area like we've been talking about that Christians just haven't really spent a lot of time thinking about, but it impacts them on a daily basis and impacts their ministry longevity. Um, you know, everything that they do can be, um, can be helped by having a biblical Mm -hmm. understanding of the body. Um, and then I also have a program, it's called Understand Healthy, that is just really, it's it's essentially an online course that teaches somebody just the basics of healthy living. Um, but it's to progressively, you know, bring about kind of a change of behavior. So you're changing out bad habits, bad health habits for good ones um, over about 30 weeks. And um, I have different people that do that, people in ministry, biblical counselors who get their counselees on that. Um you know, missionaries who want to kind of get healthy before they go overseas, different things. So mm-hmm. yeah, some, some practical applications for, like I've said, that, that biblical theological foundation of the body. That's amazing. That's a ton. <laughs> You're so busy, but that's fantastic. There's I mean, that's a, a, lot, a, that's yeah. a good busy. I mean, that's yeah. really, really filling, filling a life up with, with good things that are useful to the Lord and and strengthening other people and opening our eyes. I think it's, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. So, so my website, laneygreer.com, um, just have everything housed there. Um, I have a podcast forsaken body that uh, I do with a nurse practitioner friend. So we cover the body from a biblical, theological and medical perspective. So we, we talk about a lot of interesting topics. Um, but yeah, you can get to all that on my website. That's cool. You have a ton going on right now. What do you think the next five years look like? What are you looking forward to or what kind of kind of plans are you making? This is the one thing I've learned from my life is that I can plan my way, but the Lord directs my steps. Mm, and so um, I've had many seasons in my life and most of them have been ones that I certainly was not planning on. Um, the Lord has had me learn contentment in those seasons in different ways. But, you know, at this point in my life, I, I would love to be married, have a family. Um, so in the next five years, I'd be, you know, 
Mm-hmm. That'd be wonderful if the mm-hmm. Lord did that yeah. while I'm doing all these other things. That would be a great blessing. Um, but there's, you know, and maybe living in the mountains, maybe, maybe include that in there, but <laughs> living it's really in the mountains, the like you're, you're near the mountains, but you're not close enough. You want to go live in, in them, like right in, among them. Oh, if I could be like along a mountain stream, that would be. So that, if you could live it. anywhere in the world, like, and I don't, I'm not trying, I don't want to tempt you, you know, the Lord has you in a great place, but anywhere in the world. Where would you move if you could move tomorrow? Everything's packed. You're ready to go. Where are you going? I, I'm going to like Townsend, Tennessee, which is just right up the road. Get me along the Little Pigeon River where it kind of narrows and there's a lot more stones and just just the just the sound of a little mountain stream. Um that's just where I want to be. I need that. Hmm. I need that kind of atmosphere, <laughs> that environment. It sounds, it sounds nice. Sounds peaceful. Yeah. Yes. And it sounds like you're really close. I, I'm almost you're there. Not far yeah. away. It's about 45 minutes away. So, Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> you could, you could go there anytime you want until you finally find, find your place. Yeah. Among the mountains <laughs> by the stream. Well, it's really been genuinely helpful and interesting to have this conversation. And I know that anybody that listens to this episode uh, will be blessed and benefited. And um, you're having so many great opportunities for your work to be useful to the church. It's really just an amazing thing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Fresh. It's a blessing uh, to come on here and excited for this new podcast. What a fascinating and helpful conversation with Lainey Greer so much wisdom about our bodies and our theology and how it all fits together. Well, the wisdom doesn't have to end here. I wanna encourage you to pick up your copy of the mini book, Be Well, Learning to Steward Your Health, which was mentioned earlier in the episode. And it has truth and wisdom that all of us need as we think carefully about the important role our bodies play in the Christian life. And let me also encourage you to subscribe to Lainey's podcast, Forsaken Body, You can find that at laneygreer.com forward slash podcast. This has been Straight to the Heart. Our next episode launches next week anywhere you get your podcasts.